You're listening to the Best Box Podcast, where we talk about how to build healthy businesses and communities in the digital era. Hosted by tech entrepreneurs Tony Holbrook and Nicole Moore, and produced by photographer and musician Jake Warren, we share insights on how to connect, serve, and grow so you can thrive as a digital entrepreneur. You almost have to go out of your way. Like it's it, part of it's a timing thing. And maybe this is a little bit of a BS kind of excuse thing, but there it's natural. Like in, in your situation, maybe you did have time, maybe you didn't, yeah. right? Whatever it is. But like, if we never have time to do these things, why don't we go when we have time, just specifically go and find these things, right? Oh, that's nice. Like, can we do that? Like, we have a free hour. Let's just go like Find someone to do it. Maybe a- even just like take the podcast on the road and just like go do kind <laughs> things. Like honestly, like as <laughs> as humans, like why don't we just like go around? Okay, hold on, I have an idea. Take oh, the shit. podcast. Not on the really. Road. Yeah. But I have these like packs that I made last Christmas that didn't all get given out that have like socks that and gift cards. Card. <laughs> not my Christmas cards. Well, I do have those available because I didn't get used this year. They're good for um, next year. But, like, kits to give people that are cold and need them. We could go do nice things. We could. Maybe we should. Maybe maybe I just volunteered us for some stuff. But honestly, like, if like kindness is a thing that shouldn't really be contingent on time, but it is because it takes time. So, like, why don't we just, like, commit the time? And, and I am such a giving person, and I'm trying to work on myself. And something – was it my therapist or my life coach or someone – one of the above. Oh no, it was a psychic medium reading I had. It's okay. Same genre. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a lot of self-work going on. Um, we talked about how I'm such a giver and I need to practice still giving. That doesn't mean giving my own energy because I'm kind of maxed out. So things like giving a physical bag that helps people or helping someone carry their groceries or like paying for something still fills my like giving cup without taking more energy that is full mm-hmm. or empty, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you want to go. So mm-hmm. like yeah. That. Yeah. Anyway, like that. that feels like something we should do. Jake yeah. wants to go be kind and giving. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's like, I'll make you some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jake, Jake like, can play I the guitar do. for people and make people feel good. Like, wow, oh, we're giving there we go. stuff. You got, yeah. by the way, like Jake, the- you were called out for your guitar, your guitar uh, passion. We were recording a podcast with another one of our coaches and coach Dave has officially requested a jam session, I think, oh, yeah, make sure yeah. you guys get together and stuff like that. So, good. yeah, he did. It's been quite fun at the shop, even seeing some people like, um, it was Andreas was in there with his kids, like okay. Getting them lessons and gear at, during the time. Uh, Coach David was in looking for okay. like, gifts for his girlfriend, and I convinced him to go play around on some drums because he is a drummer. Cool. He's a drummer. Been, who he hasn't has drummed in a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, he played drums a long time ago, kind of gave up, but like, he still got it. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Um, and oh, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, Murray's wife. What is what's her Louisa? name? Louisa. Yeah. Louisa. Right. Yeah. Louisa was just in the other day, like returning her daughter's clarinet or something. <laughs> and I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, I see more gym people at work here than I see them at the gym almost. <laughs> That's awesome. Wait a minute. Is that a detriment to them or to you? <laughs> no, it's more because they've been shutting the gyms down. So. Ah, good, good recovery. Mm. Good recovery. Yeah. Nothing to do with Jake's. Uh, no, it's yeah. no, and it's not me. It's not them. It's yeah. 
government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we won't go into that today. Yeah, I know. But uh, it's been nice. It's been cool. You know, like you'll be sitting there and all of a sudden you hear this like, Jake? Look over. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> I know you. And then it makes you feel cool in front of others, right? Because like, you know, then everyone looks at you. They're like, "Well, you know this person." Like, yeah, yeah, people know me. (laughs) It's the community, right? It's like everybody just knows, especially you, Jake, because you've kind of got this like this cachet in the gym of like, "Oh, he's the photographer. He's the one that can make me look good," right? Like, you have this skill that I know you probably go like, "Ah, whatever." It's just like. It's, it's, it's normal for you, but for other people, like I take some pretty crappy photos and I've edited and posted some pretty crappy photos. You, my friend probably have never done that, or at least not in a long time. Right. So people look at like Jake is like, he's the guy that can make me look good and that sort of thing. So when they see you out in the wild, it's like the celebrity, right? Like oh, there's Jake, he's the guy, he's the one. I guess. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird on my perspective though because it's to me i'm more looking at what others are doing and celebrating that you know mm. so i don't see that like oh i'm making you look good like no i'm celebrating what you're capable of mm. you know like that's it's really so it, it's it's interesting to me when when i like hear other people talk of my photos or how i make them look i'm like well that's like just kind of how i see you so I like that. Just celebrating, off, you know. <laughs> how did you put that? Celebrating what other people are capable of. Is yeah, pretty much. Like cool. Write that shit down. That's a good quote. Okay. <laughs> it's just it just made me think so like like just picture somebody like doing a snatch or a clean and jerk for the first time, and that that expression on somebody's face when they like put the bar up over their head, or. They, they back squat. Like I saw this, this girl the other day, like one of the young CrossFit, like teenage girls, she's 16 and she back squatted like 320 pounds or something like that. But you saw the expression on her face. Like it's a massive lift. It's crazy anyway. But I think she surprised herself even in that. And just like the pure joy she had on her face afterwards Mm. doing this. And like that statement just resonated with that moment to me for like, so clearly is like, you capture that moment when people are like, they're breaking through that threshold of whatever it happens to be. Right. Like, no, no, mm-hmm. you just, you put it well. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, cause I look at it and I'm, you know, I was thinking of uh, last time when I brought my camera to the gym, you know, and we were just doing that workout and I was taking pictures of like you squatting massive weights and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I can't get that unless you're capable of putting big weight on your back and lifting it, you know, like, mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, sure. like, I it kind of works both ways, right? Like, you have to be able to actually do the thing that I'm taking the picture of. So it's, it's true. It's not impressive like, unless you actually do it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess, yeah, there's, you know, good way, ways to make that look good and ways to make that look bad. But um, yeah. So I wonder, are you ever like, do you ever crave that side of things, Jake? Like, from the other side of the camera? Like, somebody capturing uh, your successful. Yeah, I think I've, uh, yeah, I think I'm starting to get to a place in life where I am curious about that. Like, I think I'm sort of over this span of, you know, sort of just learning the, like, my basic understanding or my basic skill set, right? Like finding what's my perspective, how do I want to use a camera or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever talent I have. Hmm. Um, And now it's sort of like, okay, um, yeah, but what does that feel like on the other side? You know, like that was the reason I wanted to start stepping in front of a camera was almost to become 
like more understanding of what it's like to work with someone when I'm photographing them, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because you're you can only spend so much time behind the camera before you then have to hop in front and be like, okay, but what does that actually feel like? And and how can I then um, like take that experience and become an even better photographer at like mm -hmm. coaching someone and bringing through whatever it is that they want to uh, have captured, right? Because it's kind of a weird thing when you think about it, like people come to you and they're like, hey, can you make me look good doing this? You know, you kind of have to say, okay, well, what does look good mean to you? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, well, how do like, how do hairdressers get their hair cut? Right? Mm -hmm. Like they obviously have a person that they trust, right? Like another person, another professional that takes that, that does that work for them. Right. Like mm -hmm. for you, maybe like you need a photographer that you trust or something. Have you seen his hands. girlfriend? Yeah, no, like, absolutely. She is badass. You've got the people in your life, but, like, even at the same time, you and Chantel, when you're working out, you guys are working out together, right? Mm -hmm. There's never this, like, she's there specifically to capture that moment where you are in the things, mm -hmm. right? Working out, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Specifically. But naked but with a guitar. Kind of shoots together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's a weird thing, because, like, I think from my perspective, when you're the one behind the camera... I have very clear vision and I'm like, no, no, I need you to be like this or like that. And like, I'm, I'm working from a, a very different mindset versus yeah. when you hop in front of the camera, what was so alarming and, and weird at first was having to completely trust when the other person behind the camera says, do like, make yourself look this way. I promise you will look good. You know, or even when you look at the screen and you have that disagreement, right? Where you look at it and you're like, mm, I don't know. I don't think I look that great. And they go, what? Are you kidding me? Like, this is amazing. You sort of have to surrender and go, okay, like hmm. I trust that you're correct. Hmm. You know, like you kind of have to not look at yourself or reserve a lot of your judgments and just sort of trust whatever someone else says and say, I believe you when you say that I look good here or this makes me look whatever. Like, yeah, hmm. yeah. It's perspective, right? So you got to trust their perspective on things. And yeah, because it's different being behind the camera. You know, like I found I have to bring a lot more of that validation or. Um, yeah. you know, put forth a lot more of that to, to, to the people in front of the camera and really reinforcing and saying, no, 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 trust me. I know it feels weird or awkward, but you look great or it's going to, you know, cause they can't see also the changes that I'm going to make to the image or, you know, yeah, how yeah. I'm going to highlight different things. Right. So it's, it was kind of weird sort of having to completely surrender in a way and just say, okay, like I trust you and, and your perspective and your vision. And, uh, I'm just going to be me and not worry about what I, how I look or, huh. or feel or any of that. So it's a good way to look at it. I mean, last, I feel like last year was a little bit of, of kind of like looking at that, like in terms of just trusting perspective and huh. trusting feedback on things and like kind of really learning and growing. And maybe it was the same for you, Jake. I don't know in terms of like the photography. Cause I feel like that statement that you just made if is different than what we would have heard from you 12 months ago. Right. In terms of like, where you are in your in your photography journey and stuff but like even even in our world it's a lot of like trying things putting them out there getting the feedback putting them out there getting the feedback right and like i've just learned a tremendous amount we're lucky this year at at um at campus at our gym um that we have a lot of coaches um this year last year this time last year we had like a, a smaller team that was spread really thin like trying to do a lot and we've built up our bench strength. We've got some new folks that are current members growing up into the into the CrossFit coaching side of things. 
And so now there's just like a new perspective on things and you're able to get feedback from a lot of people and get good feedback from coaches and get good impact input. And you're actually able to do things with it, right? Like I'm able to have conversations with our coaches now about our programming and these type of things and actually have people in place that can do stuff with it and the time to be able to sort of put it into practice and a coaching team that isn't stretched so thin that they can't do anything with it, but they actually want to try new programming or try this other thing or run whatever it happens to be. Right. So there's really, I don't know, like last year felt like a lot of, um, of growth and sort of like learning and that sort of thing. And so, yeah, I like it. It was just kind of resonated. I don't know, Nicole, what do you think? Like what was last year like for you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like I'm ready to answer that question. I'm not prepared. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, uh jake how was your year <laughs> you had a lot of change <laughs> last yeah, year change, yeah. yeah it was uh interesting like i think it was one of the slowest years i've ever had in my life mm. uh but like in such a strange way because it felt like the months went by slowly but the year sped by or mm. maybe like the you know the week went slow but the months flew by however you want to mm. sort of look at it um i hear that but it was really nice sort of like not placing any real expectations on myself you know mm -hmm. like i stepped back from my props work which had been the bulk of what i did you know mm -hmm. working like 70 80 hour weeks on crazy schedules all over and then taking months at a time to go travel and and you know see the world and and indulge in my various uh like hobbies and and loves and mm -hmm. and really sort of stopping all of that uh you know part from health and then part from uh you know just restrictions and the way the world became and uh yeah a really fun year of sort of waking up and saying what are all the things i don't enjoy hmm. okay now i'm just not gonna do that you know and like just kind of leaving it that simple and saying i don't i don't really maybe know what the solution is but i'm just gonna kind of try stuff <laughs> or trust you know be like okay i have enough money saved up to sort of you know not do anything for a month and, and see what happens. Okay, do it. You know, like, uh, well, you know, trying off, well, you know, stepping back from the props work and sort of mm -hmm. saying, okay, if I'm feeling like, sure, the, okay, the money's great there and it's, it's cool creative work, uh, you know, in a certain regard, but it demands way too much of my time. And then I don't feel like I have any energy or time left to pursue my own creative adventures, right? Like, whether I wanted to do photos or my own videos or, or some music, like I never had time for anything of my own. And, uh, you know, usually it was like, oh, I can't afford it or, or I'll just, okay, I'll, I'll work really hard when I have some time off. But, um, you know, finding that pace didn't work, you know, like I need to do something creative during the week. I can't like work for two months and then spend a month just being completely creative. Right. It's just realizing, wow, that pace doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, sure, it, it exists for somebody, but that doesn't work for me. So I need to change that, right? Like, I can't ask an entire industry to change the way they do things so that I can then enjoy something at a different pace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so that was stepping back from that and then trying again, being like, well, well, maybe I can do a little bit of my own photography. And then saying, ah, I don't really have the energy to promote myself or, you know, the world isn't maybe open enough to for me to really take advantage of uh, 
you know, this, this skill or this talent, or, or maybe I timed it wrong. I don't know, but for whatever reason, not really reading into it or thinking there's something wrong, just saying, okay, that's not working. Uh, what can work, you know, walk into the guitar shop. You're like, cool. They're hiring. It's sure. It's a huge pay cut, but, um, I can make it work, you know? And at that time too, with Chantel and I moving in together and sort of beginning to combine resources and stuff and saying, wow, okay. Like the two of us, if we combine these two sort of minimum wage jobs, like it's a livable amount of money and, mm. you know, we're not like, uh, you know, not really saving money. You're not, you're not going to, you know, make it rich doing this, but you can get by mm-hmm. yeah. and you have more free time. And then there's time together to do things and, and just saying, wow, this is completely different. Mm-hmm. Still have no idea what I'm doing, where it's going, but, um, you know, enjoying it and just, and just leaving it at that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of accept that, right? Because I think too often you you get kind of leery, right? When you're like, oh, I'm enjoying this. Wait, wait, like something bad's going to happen then, you know? <laughs> just like, like, I can't yeah. yeah. But you notice that too, how like when you start doing that, then like the bad things begin to come, right? It's almost like you invite them, right? Yeah, you're you not in that for sure, right? You know, right. And just sort of trying to say, okay, how do I not worry about that? And just say, cool, whatever, sure. Or maybe something bad will happen. But uh, I found a solution for all the other problems that came up in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll find a solution for this one too. Like just, just trusting that, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I did a lot last year, which kind of looked like doing nothing in a way right because cool. i like that i feel like i need to channel some of that for my 2022 because that was definitely not my 20 <laughs> well you guys had much different more uh much different responsibilities you know like yeah like both chosen and and delivered upon us by mm-hmm. the forces that be open the gym close the gym open the gym close the gym just kidding <laughs> I like that. I like what you said, though, about like sort of taking a step back. I feel like that's that's got to be part of my focus for 2022 is like, uh, I don't know what that that looks like specifically, but um, there definitely was not much time. I mean, last year I had a kid. Um, I have three other kids. Uh, just a whole lot of stuff. A couple of businesses, <laughs> a bunch of businesses, a couple of gyms, shut them down, open them up, that sort of stuff. But I, I like, I like the approach though, Jake. Like, so I said, like we were talking the other day and I was like, your, your chats always seem to sort of like ground me because you're at a place I feel like where you are taking a very thoughtful look at where you spend your time. And I, I envy that a little bit, right? Like you, I, whether it's intentional or not, I don't know, but I feel like you have the ability to look at a day and say these eight hours I'm going to invest here and I'm going to feel good about where that investment is. I oftentimes will wake up Sunday, you know, Monday morning or like Sunday night kind of thing and go, okay, what am I doing? And then it's like, catch everything as, as it comes by and, and do with it the best you can. And that's not sustainable. I mean, that's not good for, that's not good for me. It's not good for anybody around me. Mm -hmm. either, Right. So um, I like that. It's a good lesson, Jake. Mm -hmm. I think sustainable is a word, like just the nature of starting a business as it is multiple businesses layered on each other with COVID and closures and big staffing changes, we haven't been operating at a sustainable level all the time. And that's something I think we're both (laughs) working toward. And um, yeah, I think I even have a hard time like thinking of last year because I like, there's so many epic things in terms of like getting really cool clients we've been working with and even our podcast. And you said like building our team, like a year ago, we brought on our first other full-time employee and like, so many awesome 
hire team things, client things. Um, but on the same hand, I feel like the year kicked my ass personally. <laughs> um, I've had some big, like be vulnerable, like big losses this year that sometimes like the craziness of continuing to go doesn't even have enough time to grieve the loss of family members and friends and a handful of them in a very quick time. Um, you know, this year was being more open in like who I am personally in my queerness stuff. That's been a part of my life for a long time. Um, starting therapy, like we just said, therapy, life coaching, Psychics. Psychics. Heck yeah. Um, So yeah, I feel like this year has been such a mix of like highs of epic things and then just also trying to survive and (laughs) yeah, have a toddler, a toddler preschooler now and I've had childcare crazy things. You have a 70 year old, really. He is. He's seven year old in a three year old body. He's (laughs) he's so funny now. Like the other day, like the things that three and a half year olds say, like my cat was laying on his play mat, just like on her back. And he looks, he goes, mom, Lulu looks like she's at the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she does. She looks really cozy over there on her back. Like I just love it. So yeah, I think coming into this year is like, Jake and I have bonded a little bit over the the theme of human design and being a, a projector, which is basically, I don't even know, I'm sure even Jake can have some key things, but just like slowing down, honoring who we are, having more rest, choosing the things that like bring us the most joy and like, I, I want to go faster and have more results and more stuff in the business yet at the same time, like having more balance and time for life. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think things have compounded a little bit over the last couple of years too, right? Like like you mentioned grieving as, as one thing Mm -hmm. that takes time. And I think through like basically since 2019, a lot of things have happened. And even like I had an uncle pass away um, at the beginning of all of this and we weren't able to have his funeral until the summer of 2020, I think. And that was, six months, four or five months Mm -hmm. after he passed. And so like, that isn't the same, right? Like when you're getting together a week after somebody passes, things are real and the conversations Mm -hmm. that happen are, you can't fake that. Six months later, people have gone through varying degrees of processes and it's just a very different thing. And I can imagine that whole wax of people throughout this whole like two, three year span now have sort of compounding things, right? Like multiple things have happened to all of us mm-hmm. multiple life things like in this time frame like one of one of our teammates annalee right she she moved her house she like she bought a dog she sold a house like a, a, she was gonna move or something like a whole bunch of big life things right um same thing like i had a kid all of these things like but you never get the chance to actually like unpack these things and go celebrate them with your friends and go celebrate them in the ways that you normally would And so, like, I find at the end of this, like, two, two and a half years of of quarantine, kind of a lot of, like, pent-up demand in a whole bunch of areas. Like, grieving is one, or, like, depression and just dealing with the icky things in life, and then both excitement. Like, my wife and I used to go to Vegas usually once a year. Like, pretty religiously, we would go to Vegas, even if it was just for, like, a night or two nights. We'd sneak away, and we'd be gone, and it would just be us, and it would be our like never considering bringing kids there. Never, never, never. No, until they're 21 and I can take them to the casino, they're not coming to Vegas with me. 
But like, we haven't done that now since 2018, 2017, something like that. Like, I think we, the last trip we went on was like Mexico in 2017 or 2018. So, you know, there's all this, this kind of pent up anxiety. And I think people like you see it in people, mm -hmm. right. And you see them at the gym, like the only outlet they have is to go to the gym and like drop a barbell. Like that's it. That's all people have. And like, that's been one of the more challenging things I think over the last like year and a half is, is, is trying to find outlets for a lot of those type of mm -hmm. things. And it feels good when you get a chance to do it, right. You get, uh, like we had a, um, at campus, we had our, our team or our staff, not staff, our community Christmas event. I hesitate to call it a party, but it was a gathering of people. And at the time, this was before the new guidelines told us we couldn't, right. This was all within guidelines <laughs> and, and everything was good. This was the night Jake ditched me in the parking lot and completely ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> we had it. We, you know, we had our gathering and that felt great afterwards. Like everybody did it in a, in a good social way and everything like that. But like just the community building that is missing, from all of these things, even at the gym, being able to hang out for a few minutes afterwards without feeling like you're a criminal, like you just don't get that. And people haven't got that. And so like, I don't know, I just feel like society's longing for this, like this connection in a whole bunch of different ways. Mm -hmm. Totally. Totally. So at this point, like nobody isn't having their own individual struggles through this. And I think that's a conversation I was having with a friend the other day. It was just like, everyone's own worlds are so big in hindsight like you have everyone has stuff no matter who it is everyone has something whether it's relationship financial work personal health um that it also makes it hard when like collectively people are struggling and you want to do more to like support the collective but you're like my own world sometimes feels so much and I think that's like yeah just like putting your own oxygen mask on first what are the things that bring us the most joy what are like the little things like that's also what I'm realizing is like I can't solve all the big things going into this year but what are like little decisions that like bring you joy and something I started a month ago um was dance and that was the best thing I ever did like I danced my whole school age and that's something just so small that even like going to one class on a Monday, I can't remember we had something big happen on a Monday morning and it, I was like, wasn't going to go. I said to Tony, I'm like, I think I went home. I cried. I napped. And then I went to dance, <laughs> but it actually reset me for the week. And like, just actually finding time for the little things that like bring you joy and fill your soul as we continue down this crazy path of. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You dance has really helped you for sure. It's only been a month. Like a and I just, yeah. I'm so excited. What's your, Jake, what are some of your like little outlets and stuff? I remember like you, you and Chantel were telling me that you guys did like this, or maybe it was the four of you guys did pizza or something like that. But I feel like you and Chantel do a lot of cooking type stuff. Like there's always mm -hmm. like adventures in the kitchen sort of like happening, but what are some of the things that you do to sort of like unplug unwind and get your mind off things? For sure. Yeah. Cooking. That's a, that's another big, good one. Um, it, I find too, it's something that's really easy to, well, either between cooking or eating. Cause like they're two separate things to me and I love them both the same, you know, <laughs> like I really love eating foods. And I mean, like, not just like, I mean like trying different foods when I say yeah. eating, right? Like trying weird stuff too, or whatever it might be. Just learning just about your combinations. Yeah. Food. But then also like, what can you make? And, uh, I don't know. It's fun. Like I, I think in general, though, whatever it might be, I try to find a way to sort of challenge myself. Mm. You, you know, like whatever it is, even if it's something for fun, I kind of challenge myself to do it. 
you know it can either be it's learning something new or it's looking at the day and saying "Ooh, i know it's a big busy day or um i probably don't have time for this but i'm gonna squeeze in 10 minutes and i don't care if i'm late or push something else you know <laughs> like i'm gonna make a little moment to have some fun and and do something that i enjoy yeah. or like just do something to make myself smile and you know whatever it might be so um, i love that like conscious decision to do that mm -hmm. i literally did the same thing today i'm not gonna lie i woke up this morning and i was like first day back in the routine of having the kiddo on my own getting to school i'm working nine till seven i was kind of feeling like some monday morning dread and, and i was like what's something that brings me joy today i'm like i really enjoy talking to people i get to podcast with dave and then with jake and then it was just like even though my day is completely blocked, I literally don't have a minute in my day, maybe doing things I don't love all the time. I like chose to be aware of the things that I do enjoy and let that like structure my day. Anyway, yeah. I love that you were, that's like very similar. It sounds like. like yeah. Cause I mean, day. there could be times when like, you don't want to cook, you know, like even today, I don't really want to make dinner tonight, but <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try making this new style of like Mediterranean chicken. And I'm like, you know what? Make a time of it. Like, put on some like ridiculous Italian dinner party music, crank it really loud. Just uh, like just, <laughs> you know, dance around to it while you're cooking the chicken and indulge, you know, like instead of just pouring the oil, you know, be dramatic and try to be like the cool chef and like, I don't know, or Instagram it, take fun photo. Like you do, you just find a way to sort of engage with whatever you're doing in a way that you can sort of, I don't know, find some joy in or, Surprise yourself, I guess. Maybe that's a better word. Surprise yourself, right? Say, normally I don't do something this way, but today I'm going to try it a different way. Or normally I'm quiet, so I'm going to be loud today. Hmm. You know, <laughs> like because it's easy for the days to roll into each other and all feel the same. Like we're repeat, hit, repeat. Mm -hmm. What's different? Yeah, and, and some some stuff is necessary for that. Like getting ready in the morning shouldn't necessarily be an adventure. Like it should it should probably just be efficient and productive in most, at least in my world anyway. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I can some oil in the morning, like <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Right. But like, it, doesn't it come down to just like really just being present in whatever those moments are and like trying to enjoy those things, like, like the, the cooking side of things. Like if it's important for me to do the cooking or like, uh, try to enjoy this time. I have an hour to do it. Like there's these things happening. Like, yeah, like go into it and do your best. And like, like you just said, Jake, like have fun with doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the other side, like if, if it's not for me, I'll try and get the cooking over and done with. And then like, I throw myself into my kids. This is my, like, whenever I have a really, I have two outlets in life. One is like the gym and one is like my kids. Well, good and thing you got two gyms and four kids. <laughs> 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 and then he rests on the seventh day. <laughs> oh <God>. Sorry. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I've surrounded myself with the people that I love. <laughs> but like honestly, like I'll 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 you know I'll rip through the dinner and I'll make a craft dinner or whatever it happens to be, but then you know I spend the time just like talking to the kids and like putting myself in their world. And a lot of the times, like my son Avery, he's my oldest, he's my nine-year-old. He'll often just like, he'll know when I'm having a bad day and he'll just walk up to me and give me a hug. Just like, just a, a big hug. And, 
you know, he doesn't know what's going on or anything else like that. But like him and I have had enough conversations throughout life now that like I can tell when he's upset and when he needs a hug. I don't know if I if I decompressed his love languages and stuff. He's probably like a touchy person. Mm -hmm. Like that's probably like tactile is probably one of his things. But I, I just do that. Like I throw myself into the kids and really just help get them to help me sort of like reset the mind and like the state of conscious. And then I feel like I can go ahead and do those things. Right. But they've been sort of my, um, my sounding board, my, my psychologist, my psychiatrist <laughs> or psychic or all of those things. They've been all of those things all rolled into one for me. So it's just like something, something to change the mindset a little bit, take things off. And the simplicity of a child will do that. <laughs> like, I have a three-year-old that has been dressing up in like Spider-Man since Christmas because he got a Spider-Man costume for Christmas. So now like literally every day he'll walk up to me like in his underwear holding a Spider-Man costume and he wants to wear this thing. It's just like, you can't take life seriously after that. Yeah. He puts the mask on <laughs> and he walks up to you and he goes with his like little shooter things. Like, That's it. I don't care. Whatever I'm stressed about is gone. It's yeah. over. <laughs> have children, have gyms. You'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think we've been so like i don't know about you guys but i felt like growing up through like between my education and then maybe even sort of partially reinforced through my family which has like an insane work ethic that mm. was sort of drilled into me from you know like a italian catholic raised mother right like there's always this very linear mindset and it's very like you got to be accomplishing something or working toward a task or, you, you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you do need a certain amount of that to, to get where you need to be in life and to provide for yourself. But, you know, I, I think it's taken me a long time to understand that that other half of life is also necessary where you are allowing yourself to be surprised um, and to just find joy and to just let something be for the simple act of like, I don't need to justify this for anything. It has nothing to do with any goal or anything. It just, it makes me smile or it makes me laugh and it makes me feel good. And so that's valid too, you know, like that's not any less worthy of my time, attention or energy mm -hmm. than all these goals or uh, other things are, you know? And I think something, Nicole, that I've really like the, the whole human design and that projector movement helped me understand was that, I am not someone who can really like, you know, sit and just work hard and have like a list with all the steps to take. And then I just jump through it and do it. I'm like, it, I don't know. It's kind of a blessing and a curse in a way where I work much simpler, where you're just going to tell me the end result, right? Like, Hey, I want this done that day, or I, I, I want to, you know, get better at making videos. Like, I just have to say that and I go, okay. And then just start doing it. You know, like I don't, need a list of steps and things to do it's mm -hmm. like i i just naturally will sort of get there if that's something that i feel inclined towards or interested in if you're motivated Which, um, to do it right yeah. yeah but i think the world tries to tell you differently right They're like no 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 no. if you want to get somewhere and be something or do something or make a change you have to like have a plan and you have to blah 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 so i'm like okay yeah that's true for certain people but um you know conversely i can achieve the same result without having to do that I can just kind of like have fun with it and do it my own way and still get there. And you might not understand and it might look messy or, you know, the process isn't maybe easy to see progress in, but, you know, guaranteed if you see what I was doing when I was 22 to what I'm doing now, 
like better. I've gotten better, you know, <laughs> like it's <laughs> <I'm better. laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm better, I'm more mature, I've grown, like <laughs> yeah, and it's demonstrable, right? Just in doing the work, and I, I think that's um, I don't know, something that can be really easy for me to lose track of, right? It's like it's literally as simple as doing the work, right? And then just you know look back at it later, but don't like do one thing and expect to see that change all of a sudden, right? It's like no, 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 no. It's gonna be years and years and years of just sitting and doing and sitting and doing. Um, and I can't remember if I brought up the quote. Um, we'll just end with this one quote from uh, well, it's from Alejandro Inarritu, but he was quoting someone else. But it's about like the poet um, may know what he wanted to write, but he'll never know what he wrote. Like sort of meaning you might know what you wanted to say or communicate or what impact you wanted to make in someone's life, but you'll never really know that, hmm. you know, like you just kind of have to put your piece out there, right? Like if you came and asked me for advice, I might know kind of what I would want you to, you know, take from me, but all I can really do is just tell you my story or my experience or give you that advice or, you know, take that picture of you and then hmm. just say here like this, you know, like. And again, there's this, I don't know, finding a way you just have to trust that things are what they are. Hmm. Well, that's that. That's like the process side of things, right? Like everything mm -hmm. you just said, it seems like it's reinforced by that trust the process like statement or like you see it in professional sports a lot of times and, and, and athletes and stuff, they, they, they approach it that way, right? They, every day is hard and these, these initial activities and these like one-off things are challenging but as long as you know that you're doing the right things, that, that these activities are, you know, 1% better or whatever it happens to be, you know, you just kind of have to trust that you're heading in the right direction. And because you're so close to it, you may not see the improvement until there's been some before and after or some night and day or somebody walks up to you that you haven't seen for a period of time and says, wow, you are like your photography has gotten so much better or, you know, you look like you've done something different with your hair or whatever the things happen to be like, you need that sort of outside validation. And in the meantime, like you're probably not going to see it yourself, a, because mm -hmm. you're too close to it and B because you're just seeing these little gains and not like you're resetting that new normal every single time. Right. And so, yeah, yeah. You kind of need that I think outside that's, validation. That's kind of a nice way of framing it though. Like, you know, like if I see, um, you know, like if I see you one year and then don't see you for the whole year, see you again the next year, you know, it's going to be like, whoa, like whatever, something's changed, you know, hopefully positive, right? That's usually yeah. what we want and we see, right? But I, I think it's sort of recognizing that you'll never really have that with yourself too much. Mm -hmm. You know, like a lot of the changes that we're trying to make with ourselves, we're never going to see it in that traumatic fashion. Yep. You know, it's I think maybe that's why we get so emotional around like big anniversaries or birthdays, you know, like monument or like, a, I don't know, like sort of landmark yeah. birthdays, you know, and stuff, because then it's sort of a time when you pause and you look back and you say, whoa, yeah, like, you know, I just turned 30 last year. Right. So for me, that was one of like, whoa, whether I feel it or not, like I've got 30 years here and uh, <laughs> cool. Look at everything I've done in those 30 years, you know, like you don't. Yeah. you know and that's sort of when you stop and you see it and you go wow yeah i have changed a lot totally yeah you have a birthday you know? coming up right are you february as well mm -hmm. yeah me too yeah february 28th 28th 9th 28th oh you're almost a leap year baby you're close you're tony robbins uh author 
famous guy. He's born on the 29th of February. Is that a leap year? Uh -huh. Yes. Well, the 29th is the leap year. So he's technically like, if you count his real birthdays, he's like 18 or something, but he's mm -hmm. actually like 60 or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wasn't born in a leap year though. So no, I was not a, no risk of that. But you're a Pisces though, then, mm -hmm. right? Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. Do you guys well, want to do something fun? You you mentioned goals, and you just you said something, and I'm going to throw this in here on the fly. Uh -huh. you, like, imagine a year, right? So, if we come back and we do a podcast in a year from now, what is one thing that we would hope to see from ourselves? If we if we set ourselves up with our own goals, right? Like, Jake, if you watch this podcast a year from now. What would you hope to have be able to say to yourself, you know, your present self to your future self kind of thing, right? I don't know. Like, let's set the let's set the milestone a little bit and say, like, what do we want? What do each one of us want to accomplish, change, hold each other accountable, right? Like, if we keep going, we'll have another 52 plus episodes by the time we get around to this again, right? So what can happen in a, in a year? I want to be able to say that I've had the most creative year that I've ever had. Like, I want to make stuff this year, cool. you know, whether it's more music. That. Well, I mean, like I have goals in music that I want to do, right? Okay. I want to make more original music. I want to create more of my own photography, you know, stuff that's maybe not, um, you know, it's not like client commissioned, but have just a personal drive. Be like, this needs to exist in the world. Okay. So specifically, like deliver one one thing, one piece of music, or like something like that. Just produce more content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think I realized I, you know, it's it's such a numbers game in the creative world. As much as you mm -hmm. sort of hate it, like you know, those those guys who are big or the things that we remember or the things that sort of get noticed, it's because someone is like making something daily, right? And it's mm -hmm. exactly that. Like you don't get so worried or treating it precious or. So like, um, I don't know, you just sort of say, I'm making a thing a day. Cool. Done. Like made it, whatever it is, you know, again, don't judge it, like, just, yeah. but just yeah. get to that process of making something. Cause otherwise, you know, if you don't put it out there no one knows you made it. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like the, there's a, there's an author that, um, talks about like the frustration of writing. And he says, he talks about the importance of writing a page a day. Even if you throw the page away, he just, he still says like, write a page a day. And if it goes into the book or whatever, great, but write a page a day kind of thing. So yeah. 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 Nicole, do you have any goals? You want to um, What's I, your goal? What are you going to hold yourself accountable to? It's, what what it's, are all of us going to hold you accountable to? And it's going to be outside of work stuff. Even though I have like a whole work stuff, it is, the me stuff, the dance, like I want to continue that. Um, there's even this dance studio I'm going to, they do like a performance group, like September through January. So hopefully this time next year, I'm like, I'm preparing for my first like performance again on stage. That'd be really fun. Um, and like, yeah, even on my personality types and things I've been doing, like creativity is like right up there. And so a friend of mine, like Megan and I have been like dehydrating fruit and like making ornaments. So just like, more time for creative stuff and like you just said about writing is also on there so just like all the things that i'm processing and all of that i actually like went through my um an old bookshelf to find all of my journals because i'm like i don't need to buy a new journal i'm always like oh I start journaling i need a new one well i have nine friends i have a stack <laughs> this big of all the times i've been like i need a new journal 
And then I write in it for a couple days and it's just still there. So anyway, that's it. I just want to be like writing more, doing more creative stuff, whether that's the dance or the crafting or like I've been tie dyeing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I saw that the other I thought day. tie-dyeing was spray painting shirts. It's not. Tony fair. asked if Jack and I were going <laughs> to throw paint at each other. I'm like, yes, we get together in someone's house and throw paint. I'm just going to let you think that's a yes. I've clearly never tie-dyed shirts before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. So you guys are all on the creativity train. No, I was like... but that's okay if you're not. That's just very... Jake and I have sometimes very similar personalities. And... Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> no. I, I, I quite enjoy... You question when I'm like, I'm trying fruit and making tie-dye. You're like, what? That yeah. that helps you. That fills your cup. <laughs> no, what was it? It was you went for crafts and then you had homework from your craft night. That's what it was. You went and did your crafts and then you brought the crafts home and then you were working on it the next night. I was like, I yeah, well, it took multiple days yeah, to complete my craft. Like, that's a commitment. That's just. Crazy. <laughs> I don't know. For me, for for my goals, uh, oh, I you know I asked the question and I probably should have had something planned, but I don't. Um, most, I think. The thing that I've found the most joy from in the last year that I'd like to kind of anchor is both this, the podcasts. I love talking to people. I love getting feedback. I love getting questions. It's it's not even this. It's just like I love hearing perspectives, right? Like even just some of the stuff that you just said, Jake, like these are new things that I'm learning about you all the time, right? We have some of our coaches from campus on. I'm learning things about these people that I have never learned before. And they just like, they make me understand the people a lot better. And I don't think I've ever consciously uh, blocked time to talk to people, to be able to get this out of them with mm. the people around. Right. Like we, I have one-on-ones with staff and things like that, but this is a very different forum, right? This it's weird. You throw a camera on, press record, and then all of a sudden people open up and they like, like blabber a little bit and they do these things. Right. But in person, you would never do that. So, a, I would like to do more of that. And as cheesy and as cliche as it sounds, um, I love working out with my children. Hmm. I you love, do. love, like, there's something about seeing my daughter, like, write a workout on the board and crossing out six reps and putting eight reps because she thinks she can do a little bit more. <laughs> like, there's yeah. just... And, and, you know, I see, I see other little kids that are seven and eight and nine years old and they do not want to get out of bed. Like I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent if I keep doing this, but that for me. So like one year from now, I would love to have both my kids in adult CrossFit classes. They are very, very close, but they are both there. Um, and I would like to see this podcast continuing mm-hmm. and us having another like 50 two-ish of these maybe more maybe less i don't know we might miss a week but might pick up speed too mm-hmm. those are those are kind of my goals i think mm. i love connecting it with my kids and connecting with my people a quote that like i heard the other day that i wrote is also as my intention for the year is success is measured by how you make people fo- make people feel mm-hmm. no. Right. And I feel like it's just like how we work with our people, how we work with each other in our own culture, how we just show up is like, I used to talk about that, that no one's like, oh my God, you made the best schedule. People remember how you made them feel in whatever capacity that is. So yeah, that's my quote for the year. <laughs> I like that. Love that. I That, yes. I love that. I think it's something that we kind of lose track of too in like, I think that's what's made the uh, pandemic times um, maybe a little more difficult 
because I, I sort of seem to notice whenever it becomes a, uh, oh, this is an emergency or the stress increases, suddenly there's less attention paid to how we make someone feel. And it, you know, you sort of get a lot more of that, well, uh, you know, you feel bad, suck it up. Like there's stuff yeah. to do, you know, it's sort of, that's the feedback that everyone begins to give each other. And uh, it always seemed completely backwards to me, mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, oh, why is it like we declare these pandemics or this emergency or this, all of a sudden it needs to be all hands on deck, super stressed. And I'm like, oftentimes it's, it means kind of the opposite, right? It means, no, we need to sort of slow down. Um, and a few people who are, you know, in the know or in the position to actually do something, need to do something. And the rest of us need to kind of just chill out, take a back seat, you know, like, play our role, relax, like, you know, yeah, yeah like we're good at. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's something that I just, I noticed with uh, the film work too, you know, it was so much more about how do you make somebody feel, right? Like, I noticed that that environment or the way that that work is done is not, you know, no one cares about how you feel right? <laughs> like, this just needs to be done by this date. Can you do it or not? And it's like, well, yes or no. And uh, the more you did something and the more you felt bad about it, or the more that someone just made you feel bad, you know, the less you wanted to do it. I'm like, it's just mm -hmm. this completely defeating circle of like, I'm going to do less and less because I feel bad about everything I'm doing. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, we should all feel good about what we're doing and make others feel good about what they're doing. Right? Like, you're so much more motivated to lift another rep when someone says, you got this, you know, versus when right. someone says, oh, that looked like a tough one for you. Maybe you should quit now. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll rack it. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do this, am I? Good point. I'll put it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Versus when someone's like, you got this one more, one more. You're like, okay, I don't think I do, but I believe them, you know, you yeah. can't, but you can't not try. Like you need to yeah. give, like you owe them that effort at that point. I loved Jack um, was training somebody and I, maybe for the test to become um, like on a SWAT team type thing. Anyway, it's quite a like intense physical multi-day thing. Either way, she's like, I worked a lot on like training this person's mental capacity and like showing, proving them basically saying, okay, show me your max reps in this thing. So the person's like, Hey, here's my max rep. She's like, Hey, do one more. Okay, do one more, proving that like your max, your idea of what your max is, isn't even what it can be, and like, yeah. So it's mental. It's yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think well, wasn't that a like as our rallying cry for like twenty twenty two is just like kindness, make people feel good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. Love it. And make yourself feel good. Oh. <laughs> And make yourself, yeah. yes, yeah. and that. And I'm not wrapping yourself. up yet. Come back to yeah. that. <laughs> and make yourself feel.